We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, We're going to jump right into uh, verse 10. We're going to read 10 through 18. We're actually going to read it a couple times. I'm just going to elaborate and point some things out. So let's let's jump into the word. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in No, that's different than... Okay, it says in his might. Okay, I'll make sure. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on some of God's armor. All of God's armor. So that you will be able to do put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. I want to point out the obvious here right now. All of God's armor defeats all of the enemy's strategies. Period. Let's not be mistaken. All of God's armor, all of the weapons, the armory, think about that, the arsenal, the hidden compartment, the wall that slides out and there's all the weapons right there. You know, all of God's weapons defeat all of the enemy's tactics. Period. There's not an attack of the enemy that can stand against us. The Word of God tells us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No weapon raised against us shall succeed. Stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. None of us have the luxury to say, oh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, you know, I'm going to save the fighting for the fighting folks. I'm just a loving type. If you say that, then you are a dead lover. We are in a fight. Whether you like it or not. You and I are in a fight. Whether it's a physical fight or a verbal argument, has anybody ever been caught off guard? Been surprised? When next thing you know, you're like, are we are we fighting? Is this a fight? Are we fighting? I mean, anyone ever done that in their marriage? Like, you know, or or the friend, you're like, something just changed. I think we're fighting, but I'm not certain. Here's, if you're at that place, either you were fighting or you're fighting now, and you're in a bad place. If you can't recognize that, you've just been sucker punched. Well, guys, we don't have to be sucker punched for the enemy because we, we can know this. He is always there, described as, as a lion roaming about to see who he might devour. We're in a fight. We're in a fight, and none of you are exempt. None of you are exempt. All of you are a threat to the enemy, and we are all in warfare, whether we like it or not. You're in a fight with the devil and his demons. Friends, angels are real. Angels are real. Okay? I think, how many of you guys believe that? That angels are real. 
Demons are real too. Demons are real too. So here's the way it happens. Okay? Lucifer in heaven revolted. Pride rose up. He revolted against Jesus. Lucifer persuaded a third of the angels to join with him. And they got their butts kicked by our awesome, glorious, triumphant God. And so Lucifer and a third of those angels were kicked out of heaven. And those third of the angels are demons. And they hate you. And they hate me. And they hate you and me just as much as as the devil hates you and I. And let's be totally clear. He hates you and I. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came so that we might have life and have it to the fullest. Angels are real. Demons are real. You guys, how many of you guys think that the devil is so kind and so nice and so considerate and he fights so fair that he would never, ever, 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 ever attack a, ch- a child with a demonic attack? Because let's not be naive. He's a devil killer or a baby killer. The devil's a baby killer. He tried to kill Jesus when he was a baby. He tried to kill when he was a baby. I'm sorry, you look at all the babies that are being slaughtered through abortion. Satan is a baby killer. He doesn't care about your children. So please, not for one second, let's not think that our kids can't come under a demonic attack. We believe in angels, but we don't believe in demons. How silly does that sound? But yet, that's the way we operate in the church most of the time. Oh, I I enjoy talking about angels and... I love thinking about guardian angels and my, my angel's name is Fred. Fred and I, we skip together. And, and You guys, demons are just as real. But the weapons of the Lord conquer the strategies of the enemy. We just have to be aware of the weapons that we have at our disposal. Let's continue in verse 13. Therefore, now why is it saying therefore? It's saying therefore, since you are in a fight, since you're in a fight, put on every piece of God's armor. Put on every piece of God's armor. Guys, we've got to drive this point home. We've got to be aware of what is at our disposal to walk in victory. Put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle, you will what? You will still be standing firm. Let me make this clearer, friends. Through Jesus Christ, we get to stand firm before the battle. We get to fight the fight, and we get to stand firm at the end of the battle. This is what's given us through Jesus Christ. You guys, especially for the young people, Jesus Christ isn't the feminine-looking white guy on a cross in most churches who looks so sad. He's skinny and he's weak and he looks kind of feminine. And he's always on a cross. Forget that. He ain't on the cross. He conquered the cross. He went through the cross. The cross was a temporary state so that he could enter that tomb and three days later come out of that tomb. He ain't on the cross and he ain't feminine and he ain't empty and he ain't white. He's none of those things. 
We stand before the fight. We stand after the fight. What does the word say to do next? Let's see, shall we? Stand your ground. Once again, stand. You think the Lord's wanting to make something clear here? Stand your ground. Stand your ground. What's your ground? What's your ground? You're told to stand it. What's your ground? What are you standing for? This is my ground. These brothers, these friends, sisters, this is my ground. The purity, the honor, the integrity of the Lord that resides within me, this is my ground. Impact Rock, this is my ground. Friends, we don't war, we don't battle, we don't take up the full armor of God only for ourselves. When we stand our ground, we are standing for much more than ourselves. I am standing ground for my family. I am standing ground for my marriage. I am standing ground for my children. I am standing ground for my brothers and my sisters and my church and my community and my city and my state. You guys, we are to stand our ground. We stand before the fight. We'll be standing victorious after the fight. But we are to stand. You know what that tells me? Don't give up. If we don't stand, we've given up. I don't care how weary we are. The opposite of standing is giving up. Is not fighting. Cool Hand Luke. Fantastic movie. I really thought about showing a clip, but it would have taken us off track. But I'm going to just real quick. Luke! Fight. Bigger guy. Fight. Luke gets, Luke's our hero. It's Paul Newman. He's awesome. He just, just gets pummeled and knocked down. I mean, again and again. I mean, the big guy just keeps winning the fight. And, and finally, the big guy will knock him down and just walk away like, oh, please don't get up again. Don't make me knock you down again. And, he, and sure enough, he gets up again and he just walks over and one more time knocks him down. And the guys are like, stay down, fool. He's walking off like, and finally, Luke gets up. And the guy's like, I'm not going to hit him again. And just goes. And Luke gets this look upon his face like, I didn't lose. I didn't lose. I got back up. The opposite of standing is quitting. What happens if my car breaks down? I get another one. I get it fixed. What happens if my iPad stops working? I get another one. What happens if my hand stops working? I just cut it off. I mean, how, how do I get another one? Our marriages. They stop working, we get them fixed. We don't get another one. Our children. They stop working, we do everything we can to preserve that. Right? We don't get another, we don't get two more. Three more. 
Guys, we're in a fight together. And we and the Lord is driving it home. Stand, 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 stand. So I want you to give thought to this. I want you to give thought to this. What is your ground? Stand your ground. What is your ground? Let's not just read the word and not give thought to this. What is your ground? What are you standing? Young people, your ground, when you walk into those schools, your ground is you bear the name of Jesus Christ. You walk in an honor that is greater than your name. And you have a world throwing all kinds of crap at you. Just filth and garbage and yuck. And your ground is, I will not be manipulated by this world. I will not be pulled down by this world. I am standing my ground. And so you get just waylaid. I doubt it's going to happen physically. Maybe it will. You get back up and you stand. Maybe that that waylaid is you stumbled. You had a moment of weakness. You get back up and you stand. Right? When we're standing, let's keep in mind we don't stand in your mighty power. Right? Stand in his not your strength you're standing in. It's his strength you're standing in. It's his strength that to keep standing in the of that. Right? So how do you do that? How do you stand? I told you I'm a lover, not a fighter. How do I fight? I know how to love. Fight. I'm glad you asked because God gives us that answer. So, this is a one of mine. I keep this in my car. I bought two of them. I bought one for my wife so that when she's jogging, you know, it's like a baton, like, you know, with a relay. Except, you know, if someone comes, then it's a it's a 24-inch, 27-inch, whatever that is, baton that is light and that breaks wrists and breaks kneecaps and breaks lots of things. So, I keep this in my car. I bought one for Kara. I'll probably buy one for Acacia at some point. I bought her a knife for her birthday. I got her a nice knife. It wasn't pink. It was it's a good knife. It was a weapon. I weighed myself today. Andy, we're seeing results, my friends. We've been working out at 5.30 in the morning. So I can tell you right now, I weigh 251.6 pounds, which is good. Because after Tampa, I was back up to like 256. So it's good that I'm back down to 251. So I'm a little shy of 62. up. So we'll just call it 62. 62, 251, and I have a black stick. And it means nothing. This is, this is not the image of warfare that I want you to have. This is futile. This is futile. I don't want a big, strong, loud guy standing up here to be your image of a warrior because that is not what we're talking about. That is not who we are in Christ Jesus. It is not about our size. I get to preach with this now. 
It is not about our size. It is not about these earthly weapons that we can imagine. We get to fight with stuff that's truly effective. We get to fight with stuff that there is no swing and miss. We get to fight with something that doesn't just slow down our enemy. It crumples him, it defeats him, and it sends him fleeing. And none of it has to do with your strength. All you got to do is stand. So what are the weapons we fight with? What are God's weapons? Here's the good news. If you are a child of God, if you have placed your trust in Jesus Christ, you have them. You are equipped with them. You guys, there's training necessary. You are equipped with them. If you are a believer of Jesus Christ, if you have believed in Him and placed your trust in Him and and repented of your sins and confessed Him as Lord and Savior of your life, you are equipped with every weapon you need to defeat the enemy. You just need to know what they are and you need to stand in them. You need to know what they are. And I will encourage you with this. You do need to practice them and not let them sit dormant on a shelf. Everyone in this place is equipped to wield God's weapons. Verse 14. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Shoes put on comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Hey guys, those are your weapons. Here's the, here's the ridiculous thing. As simple as those are. Most don't use them. Let the enemy just far out of us. And we have these awesome, powerful, yet simple weapons at our disposal. I love this. For shoes, put on the peace that comes news so that you'll be fully prepared. Peace comes from the good news. What's the good news? Or more importantly, who's the good news? Jesus Christ. The gospel message is the good news. That's what gospel means. Good news. Our peace comes from the gospel. So when we are in a, in a place of confusion and turmoil and angst, need peace, what should we do? Remind ourselves of Jesus, of the good news. Mark, it can't be that easy. It is. Because our fight is not the big strong guy, the young guy, the 300, you know, three-quarter naked guy. You know, you know Sparta! It is that simple. Because Jesus did it. We have to appropriate the work of Jesus Christ. We have to remember the work of Jesus Christ. We have to lay claim to the work of Jesus Christ. We have to stand on the work of Jesus Christ. 
We have to believe and walk in the work of Jesus Christ. It is that easy. So I'm going to do just a simple verse-by-verse recap of what we read. And that's what the Lord's given me for tonight. But guys, we need to get this tonight. We need to get this. We need to walk in. We need to leave this place victorious. We need to leave this place standing. Verse 10. A final word. Strong in the Lord and in mighty power. I love that. A final word. A word. God is strong. God is mighty. And he wants you strong as well, but not strong in your own strength, but strong in his might. He's the strong one. It's okay for you to be weak because he's the strong one. But you've got to be strong in him. You've got to just nestle up in him. If someone came into this room and wanted to mess with you, all you do is stand right here in front of me and and next and that person's either in for a really big fight because then people are just going to a wall of people is just going to assemble. But you just and I'm just a man. You just nestle into the goodness of God. Be you find strength in Him. When you feel weak, grab His strength. Remember the work of Jesus. Grab hold of Him. Don't let the enemy talk you out of it. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Guys, take everything that God has set out for you to use and use it all. The best made weapons forged from the best and most powerful and they're at your disposal. Put them to use. Put them to use. Put them to use. You will need all of them. You need all of them. You can't, you, you're not a ninja turtle, okay? You, you don't have your weapon of choice. I'm the side. Worst person ever. It just seems unfair. I'm the bamboo stick. No, you're going to need all the weapons. You're going to need all of them. You can't just be like, I'm peace. No, you're going to need them all. You need them all to stand up everything that the enemy comes against you with. Because he hates you. You guys grab that. He hates you. He wants you dead. But God loves you. And he's already made the way for life. Verse 12. For we are fighting not against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Aren't you glad you're fighting against mighty powers of this dark world? And that we serve deep power for the entire world? That's like saying, I'm the I'm the baddest I'm the baddest dude in this two foot radio ratio right here. This radius, this two foot radius, I'm the baddest dude in this radius. So what, man? Step outside. The devil might have dark powers in this world, but we serve the God who is over all power. Keep that in mind. Keep in mind I didn't a tickle fight with the enemy. Okay? It's it's a battle. It's it's to the death. 
and sin leads to death. This is the life or death fight to the finished brawl against the devil and his fallen angels, the demons. Satan is for keeps and we must too. Verse 13, therefore put on every piece of God's armor, every piece, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, at the battle, you will, be standing, you will still be standing firm. Be prepared. Do keep in mind that you're up against more than you can handle on your own. On your own. On your own. On your own strength. I don't care how strong you are. You're up against more than you can handle on your own strength. You need God. And you need His weapons. I need God. And I need His weapons. Friends, we are fools engage in power or in battle without any power. We need the Lord and He's made it all accessible to us. Arm yourself with every weapon that God has issued. When the battle is over, it will be you who is standing. When the battle is over, it will be your marriage who is standing. When the battle is over, it will be your children who are standing. Know, know what your ground is, friends and stand, and stand firm, and fight. Verse 14, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. The belt of truth. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man gets to the Father except through me. Those are Jesus' words. I want to throw this out there, guys. We don't have to make apologies. We believe Jesus is the only way to the Father. It's garbage that says all roads lead to, to heaven. All roads lead to God. That's garbage. That's garbage. There's one way, and it's Jesus Christ. That is the only way to the Father. Jesus said it. I am the way. Oh, there's many ways. No, no, no. That's what I was saying. I am the way. Well, I understand that Jesus is a way. No. This is the way. The way, not a way. I am the way. I am the truth. Well, there's many forms of the truth. Real plus two plus three. Two plus three. Blue. Two plus three is blue. There's many forms of the truth. Plus three. Fine. Two plus three. Forty-two. Why is it that we understand that there's one truth to most of science's problems? Every mathematical problem, one truth. But yet with God, oh, there's many truths. No, Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the life. Putting on the belt of truth body armor of God's righteousness. Hey guys, if we're walking in outside of God's righteousness, walking in sin, if we're walking in demonstrated anger, if we're walking in lust, if we're walking in whatever, 
We've just made ourselves. We just removed the body armor. We just removed the body armor and said, well, if you're going to beat me, Satan, you're going to have to beat me by body. Wait a second, that's stupid. Right? Just took off all my body armor. I just took off my body armor. In God's right, God's way of doing things. And it's bad to the bone. Man, it's awesome. It's better than anything Batman came up with. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. You know what's awesome? Those God things. Peace doesn't have to make sense. Peace doesn't have to wait for the storm clouds to go Jesus was asleep on the boat. The disciples were panicking in the midst of a storm, freaking out. They wake Jesus up. Ah, we're going to die. Jesus goes, peace be still. He, he points to the storm and says, peace be still. By the way, when we had that tornado here in Erie a few weeks ago, that's what we did. Peace, still. The awesome thing about peace is this. It, we don't have to wait for the circumstances to change to have it. We can have peace in the midst of the storm. The Bible says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted by me. Sense in our minds. I'm not blessed when I mourn. I'm sad when I mourn. No. No, no, no. Come here, Acacia. Because the comfort of God, the comfort of God is so great comfort of God is so great that it says you are blessed because you're mourning because we serve a compassionate God because he's so compassionate we're actually blessed in our mourning state because we get to be consumed by him that's that's God because peace is a blessing every believer has. It's a weapon. Not in peace, what are you normally? When you're not in peace, what state are you in? Anxiety. Anxiety is a tactic of the enemy. Peace is a weapon that defeats anxiety. When you're not at peace, what are you? You're fearful. Fear is a tactic of the enemy. Peace is a weapon to defeat fear. What, what else? Angry. Confusion. Worried. Stressful. When you don't have peace, when you have these things, peace is the weapon that defeats the tactic. Grasp this. Verse 16, in addition to all of these, hold up, hold up the shield of faith. Church, hold up your faith. This Shield of faith. Hold it up. Use it as a defensive weapon and use it as an offensive weapon. My faith. I'm just going to sit back and do this. Looking forward clobbering somebody with this. C Captain America. Captain America uses his shield as a, as a, a weapon more than he does as a defense. Our faith is to be used as a weapon against the enemy, not as a defense. 
I'm not carrying back. I'm flinging that bad boy in demonic heads. Teens, it was a good week for you to be here. It was... Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The helmet. Our salvation. Constantly be reminding ourselves of our salvation. I am saved. I am saved, healed, delivered. My salvation, and I wear it. I wear it. So that my mind, that I wear my salvation, covering my mind, so I can think clearly. The Word of God is a sword, friends. If you aren't spending time in your word, you are using all of the weapons of God. Like you're not just a nunchucks guy. You gotta you gotta wear them all. You've got to be fully armored, and we've got to be spending time in His Word. Truth. Righteousness, peace, faith, salvation. More than just churchy words, friends. They're weapons. Learn to use them. Know how to apply them. I want to put them up there. If we can start from getting on those. Truth. Part of the armory. Truth. It's a weapon to defeat the enemy. So when he comes to us with what? Lies. We have a feeds it. Truth. Righteousness. God's righteousness. Our grace, or God's grace under this. It's not about your ability to keep all the rules. It's about your ability to fall back into his arms and say, Lord, I am a sinner, but I'm saved by your grace. Why do I say repentance? It's such a powerful gift. I say it all the time. It's another weapon. Repentance is another weapon. Repentance defeats lies. Repentance defeats sin. Lord, I agree with you. I, I in my mind I agree with you. And because I agree with you, my actions follow. Weapons, baby. Weapons. Peace. Next one. Faith. Faith. Do you know that if there's a time that your faith is low, you can call to the Lord and say, my faith is low. Lord, fill me right now. I just receive your supernatural impartation of faith. There are times our ammunition in this world runs low. Our, our bullets run out. Our weapons run out. But with God, 
we have access to a never-running-out supply, but we've got to appropriate it. And there are times our faith will be low. But once again, it's relationship. And we call out to the Lord, Lord, fill me now with your faith. And then walk in it. Well, what, you're no good. I know what you did last week. No way. I'm standing in faith right now. And those fiery darts of the enemy have no effect to me. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. Faith. Faith believes God's truth and the enemy throws at us. Salvation. It, it starts right there. With salvation. With trusting our lives in Jesus Christ and believing who He is. It's a weapon. The Word. You guys, the enemy fears the Word. The Word encourages our spirit. The, the Word builds faith. We should be quick with the Word. We should be quick with the Word. The Word, I don't know what kind of weapon it would be if we had to, I don't know, it would be like throwing stars. It would be like, you know, just like it's right there. I keep my throwing stars right here. Do that. We should be quick. Quick with the Word. Quick with the Word. I remind myself of the Word all the time. I mean, heck, I mean, I was sitting there quoting scripture in the middle of the sermon that weren't in my notes, but they just come to mind. So, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Boom! So Satan, you're a liar. Boom, I rebuke you. No weapon formed against me shall, shall prosper. We've got to remind ourselves. We've got to use it. It's a weapon. Prayer. Prayer. Now, this is important. Prayer is a weapon. And this passage says, verse 18, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Friends, this is a weapon when we see here that we are to use it aggressively against the enemy on behalf of our brothers and sisters all the time. I pray in English. I pray everything I know to pray. Lord, I lift up my brother and he's coming in this situation and you know, I pray everything I know to pray. And then when I run out, man, I pray in tongues. I pray in the Spirit. And then God gives me more to pray. And then God will give me something else to come against, something I never even thought of. How could I think about it? I, would, I don't even know about that. But God does. He says, pray against this. So I pray against that. Guys, it's, it's offensive. It's weapons. Prayer it is weapons that it says we're to do it all the time. I, I've told you guys this before. My kids early on, I think they, they get it now, but early on, you know, I think they thought that me like doing like a, a quick burst of tongues was like the bat signal. I'd be driving, I'd be like, I keep driving. They're like, what, Dad? What? What's going on? You know, like I saw the bat signal. And like, I'm like, I don't know. We're going this way though because there's someone, there's a kitty in distress or something. I don't know. But I would just, and they're like, why, do, Dad, why do you do that sometimes? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just felt the unction. And I just did. And I don't know what there was. See, once again, this much in tongues, 
doesn't translate to this much of English words. That's not our, that's not our math. It's God's. So who knows what it accomplished? Five syllables in tongues doesn't mean five syllables in English. God, I pray that you, oh no Lord, I need more syllables. Cause I need to get to what I asked you. No. It's not an equal balance. Cause it's a weapon, it's powerful. I don't know what weapon to relate it to, but it'd be something with plutonium. Something like small and powerful that brings devastation to the enemy. Look at these words, friends. I'll say it again. They're not just churchy Christianese. They are weapons. And we've got to know that, that we use them all the time. Prayer is vital in this ongoing warfare. So pray hard and long. Praying in English is great, but it's not enough. Pray in tongues too. Keep your eyes open because your family and friends are under assault as well and they need prayer. So pray for your brothers and sisters. Pray for one another. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind and becomes easy prey for the enemy. Let's use these weapons to encourage one another so that our brother and sister don't fall behind and become prey for the enemy. Hey, you're weak. Walk with me. Hey, come on, let's go. Let's whistle. Come on. Whatever. Hey, I'll carry you. Hop on. Hey, guys, I need your help. Gary, Andy, Brad, I can't carry him by myself, but I think three of us could do it pretty easy. Come on. This is the Word of God. You guys, I've, I've read eight, nine verses. Powerful verses. Stand, 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 stand. See, we know of His wealth. We know of His wealth. We know of the wealth that we have because of Him. But we've got to walk it out. And part of walking it out is warfare. And you don't have a say. You can't be Switzerland. Guys, you're not Switzerland. I'm impartial. I'm Switzerland. I, I neither fight nor take sides. I just make chocolate. You're in the fight. You're in the fight. Warfare. But you are victorious if you walk with the weapons that God that God has given you. All this talk of warfare, all this talk of we're in a fight. You guys, what's the most important thing that we walk out of here remembering? His strength. His strength. His strength. He's strong. He's mighty. Walk in his strength. War in his strength. Haven't seen the movie yet. I see the movie Pacific Rim because there's a little man that gets inside a giant robot and defeats a huge enemy. And I kind of think, you know, of that a little bit, you know, little me inside this huge God. The only thing is that 
the monster that's that I mean, it's not a it's not a fight. His strength. Remember this. It's not your strength that determines the outcome of the battle. It's not your weapons that you fight with. It's not your strength or your strategy. It's not your wisdom or your weapons. It's not your endurance or your insight that brings victory. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And stand for ground in Jesus. Couples, stand for your marriage. Moms, stand for your kiddos. Teens and preteens, stand for your honor, your integrity, your your innocence. Don't focus on the enemy. Right? Don't focus on the enemy. Focus on the one who won. That's who we focus on. That's who we find our strength. It's I will say this, it's very hard at times to fight for ourselves. I got pieces open, but man, I'm just so bound right now. I just I'm so depressed, I can't even pray for myself. Uh, we've all been there. I've been there, friends. So that's when I go, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray, pray. Okay, 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 okay. There's times it's tough to fight for ourselves. But we're not, we're not alone. We're not alone. Hey, pray for me. And listen, can I, can I throw this encouragement out there? Pray for me and listen to me talk for an hour or two different things. If you're in a battle, I understand there's times you, you you might need to talk for an hour, but more than you need to do to talk and, and to glorify all the things that you're under attack with, just say, pray for me. Pray for me first, and we'll talk later. Pray now. Talking it out doesn't bring the healing. Talking it out doesn't bring the power. Talking it out doesn't bring the weapons. Prayer does. In the name of Jesus, Satan, I rebuke this attack you would bring against my brother. Be gone. That makes a difference. Depression be gone. Depression, I rebuke you. You will not come against my sister. Depression be gone right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I come against this attack, against my friend's courage. In the name of Jesus, Satan, you are a liar. And I proclaim the truth that God is the healer. So be healed now in Jesus' name. Where there's a turmoil and a storm, I say, peace, be still. We lay claim to the promise and the weapon of peace. So confusion be gone. Friends, we've got to be praying this way for ourselves and for one another. We, for crying out loud, we're carrying the, the baddest arsenal in the history of the world. Use it. So I want to do something just for a couple minutes and I'm going to fly by them. I have the list. If you want it, I'll email it to you. But we're going to take that sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and we're going to swing that bad boy. We're going to put that weapon to use, and we're going to remind ourselves of who Jesus is. We're going to remind ourselves of who we are in Him. And we're going to remind ourselves 
that the victory is ours through Jesus Christ. So like I said, I, I, I can email all this to you. 1 John 4, 4. You are from God, little children, and, and have overcome them. Because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him and rescues Him. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers Him out of them all. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through who? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and discipline, a sound mind. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Romans 8.28 And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to his purposes Psalms 23 4 even though I walk valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and staff they comfort me Luke 18 19 behold I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God, who upholds your right hand, who says to you, do not fear. I will help you. Romans 8, 37. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through Him who loved us. We don't just conquer. We overwhelmingly conquer. We don't just barely win the battle. We don't just stand there limp. Instead of going, more, Punk, bring it on! We stand in victory because we stand in Christ. Man, I'm getting fired up. That's what the Word of God does, you guys. That's what the Word of God does. We need to remind ourselves of Him, of who we are in Him, and that the victory is already won. I'm just going to skip down to the last one. Now I'm going to skip to the one before the last one. If it's so good, I got it. Forty-six nine, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no other. And as we read tonight, Ephesians six ten, a final word, a final word, brothers. Be strong in the Lord, and in. His mighty power. God is strong. God is mighty. And He wants you strong as well. But not strong by your own strength. Strong in Him. Let's pray.